0: Have you ever heard uh, anybody they, they, they use Jesus' words, don't let the left hand your left hand know what your right hand was giving? And they use that to claim that nobody can ever find out what I'm giving because if they do, I would lose my spiritual reward. You
1: ever hear that? Yeah. I heard people say stuff like that. Like, oh, I, I, I'm i going to get rid of their spiritual reward by saying this. But I was like, what a weird thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does you know? the Bible
0: actually say? Yeah. And we'll find out in this chapter. So we're in 2 Corinthians chapter 8. This is Between the Lines. I'm Scott. I'm
1: Junior, and here we go. Chapter 8, verse 1. Paul writes, Now I want you to know, dear brothers and sisters, what God and His kindness has done to the churches in Macedonia. They were being tested by many troubles, and they were very poor, but they were also filled with abundant joy, which has overflowed and rich generosity. Oh, come on, Paul. You just got rid of all of Macedonia's spiritual gift by telling... The church, they were generous, and a key to understanding is yeah.
0: Which is, and he's going to continue on. He's gonna he is re- right. He's lifting up the Macedonians, and and the reason he does is because Macedonia was known to be a very poor region at that time. Yeah. And one time they were, had done very well. It was the home of Alexander the Great, but yeah. they they had, they really were doing poorly financially, and so these churches were probably some of the most poverty stricken churches in the Greco Roman world. Yeah. And, and yet Corinth was a very wealthy city. They, had they weren't lot, giving as much and they weren't giving as much.
1: No. And, and Paul does this for reason. I think he's very wise in doing this because when you hear about other people sacrificing and giving, it makes you want not feel necessarily obligated, but makes you want to do more. I think of, you know, when we've done campaigns at our church, we've mm-hmm. done a few and I always love doing them. Um, you know, I'll come in with like a number and then I'll hear uh, you and you're not bragging or I'll hear pastor Brian talk about, you know what? We decide as a family to, get rid of this vacation or to cut back on this. And I'm like, Oh dang it. I need to hurt as much as they do because they're my brother. And so I want to hurt alongside of them. And then I'll end up giving, giving more. There's beauty to that. And it's not
0: getting rid of spiritual reward. No. And there, there definitely is a difference between uh, bragging, you know, look at me. I'm so generous and being inspiring. Yeah. So in, we know that in the old Testament, when David was raising the funds for the building of the temple that his son Solomon would eventually build. He publicly stated what he was going to give and had all of the leaders of Israel publicly state what they were going to give, not as a matter of bragging, but to serve as inspiration. And people were inspired. And then we read that they gave in a very generous way yeah. because they were inspired by their leaders. Yeah.
1: I will say this too, before reading verse three, I do feel like at the bridge is a Macedonian type of church. You know, because when we've done these campaigns, it's a lot of times been over and above. This last time we did oh. a building campaign or a, you know campaign for a new campus, we had twice as much as what we asked for. We asked people to, hey, why don't you just give half? Yeah, of we what asked you them committed. to give half. Right? Like, stop giving so much. Stop. I mean, that's just a beautiful <laughs> yeah. thing. And so I, I feel like a very I'm generous in a, church. Yep. I feel like I'm in a Macedonian type of church. Mm-hmm. He says, "For I can testify that they gave not only what they could afford, but far more." And they did it out of their own free will. They begged us again and again for the privilege of sharing in the gift for the believers in Jerusalem. I was like, please take this, take this. They even did more than we had hoped. For their first action was to give themselves to the Lord and to us just as God wanted them to. Mm. And so we urged Titus, who encouraged your giving in the first place, to return to you and encourage you to finish this ministry of giving. Since you excel in so many ways in your faith and your gifted speakers and your knowledge and your enthusiasm and your, your love for us, I want you to excel also in the gracious act of giving. That is, that, that, for the first time, Dad, that really struck me mm. uh, right there in verse 7. Cause It's like, he says, ah, you love speaking. <laughs> you love your knowledge. You're so enthusiastic. Why wasn't your giving match all yeah. of that eagerness? I'm not commanding you to do this but I am testing how genuine your love is by comparing it with the eagerness of the other churches. Because that is the real test of
0: love. Love is tested by sacrifice. Yeah,
1: You know the generous grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became very poor, so that by his poverty he could make you rich. Here's my advice. It would be good for you to finish what you started a year ago. Last year you were the first who wanted to give, and you were the first to begin doing it. Now you should finish what you started. Let the eagerness you've, shown, you've showed in the beginning be matched now by your giving. Finish strong. Give in proportion to what you have. Whatever you give is acceptable if you give it eagerly and give according to what you have, not not what you don't have. Of course, I don't mean your giving should make life easy for others and hard for yourselves. I only mean that there should be some e- equality. Right now, you have plenty and can help those who are in need. Later, they They will have plenty and can share with you when you are in need. In this way, things will be equal. As the scriptures say, those who gather a lot had nothing left over, and those who gathered only a little had enough. Dad, you want to take it from there? You bet. So then he's talking about Titus in verse 16.
0: So, But thank God he has given Titus the same enthusiasm for you that I have. Titus welcomed our request that he visit you again. So They asked asked Titus to go visit them, so he was happy to do it. In fact, he himself was very eager to go and see you. So what he's trying to do is he's, he's trying to give Titus a platform now to speak by saying, hey, listen, this guy's real, and he, wants, he loves you, he cares about you, listen to him. We're also sending another brother with Titus. All the churches praise him as a preacher of the good news of the gospel. He was appointed by the churches to accompany us as we take the offering to Jerusalem, a service that glorifies the Lord and shows our eagerness to help. And what we believe was taking place here, it appears that Jerusalem, the church in Jerusalem was really struggling financially and people were in deep poverty. It could have been because of the persecution yeah. that was going on. I many of them,
1: weren't they even being driven out of Jerusalem? Yes,
0: a lot of the leaders had to leave. And so the people that were left behind, that they didn't have the means to be able to provide for each other and provide for God's work. And so he's he's taking up this collection to help the Jerusalem brothers and sisters. So verse 20, we are traveling together to guard against any criticism for the way we are handling this generous gift. We are careful to be honorable before the Lord, but we also want everyone else to see that we are honorable. In other words, he's saying that we want you to know that we're, we, this money isn't coming to us. So we're simply the messengers. We're taking this money to Jerusalem and that we want you to know that you can trust us in this, that we're not keeping this for ourselves. Verse 22, we are also sending with them another of our brothers who has proven himself many times and has shown on many occasions how eager he is. He is now even more enthusiastic because of his great confidence in you. And this also tells me that I I think it's okay to check out who you're giving to and to make sure that it's being used properly. And I don't think it it should be like this hyper focus because eventually you are trusting God with us and we're giving to God, not to people. But at the same time, we shouldn't be... Uh, we should be faithful in how yeah. we're giving and making sure that it genuinely is a gift that's going for the purpose. And it's purpose. like, I've
1: seen like churches and it's terrible when churches have scandals. And then I've seen people mm-hmm. ask for their money back. And I always think like, well, who was the gift for? It, it was to God. Yeah. And so let's just trust him. And then, you know, if you don't feel like that church is, you know, faithful or trustworthy, well then give somewhere else, be yeah. wise, but like ask for your money back. What are you right. Doing? And, and we do, at some
0: point, we have to just have faith in God. He'll he'll take care of it. We are also sending with them another of our brothers who has proven himself many times and has shown on many occasions how eager he is. He is now even more enthusiastic because of his great confidence in you. If anyone asks about Titus, say that he is my partner who works with me to help you and the brothers with him that have been sent by the churches and they bring honor to Christ. So show them your love and prove to all the churches that are boasting about you is justified. Hmm. So, you know, he's giving a little, you know, putting a little carrot out there. Hey, hey, listen, we've been bragging about you. Yeah. Make sure that what we're so saying was through. true. Yeah. <laughs> follow through on what you promised that you were going to do. Right. All right. So now we're over in, uh, in Psalm. And yep. as we had said yesterday, we kind of have to shift gears because now yep. the website has been changed to match the booklet, which is right. a good thing.
1: And, uh, we're Psalm 142, right? Psalm 142 and, uh, Psalm 142 and So, uh,
0: I like uh, Psalm 142, beginning in verse one, I cry out to the Lord. I plead for the Lord's mercy. I pour out my complaints before him and tell him all my troubles. I actually just shared this concept with our staff.
1: Yeah, I love that you, I love this.
0: And it was, I was talking about how, you know, in, in psychology years ago, they used to, they had this term called venting. They would suggest that people when they have problems or they're frustrated and they're angry to take a pillow and scream into the pillow. We also also found that the data shows that when people do that, it doesn't help them get over their anger problems. It just puts them in more of a habitual anger problem because they're used to screaming when they're mad. I do believe in venting, but he, David says here, our venting should be to God. Hmm. That when you, if, you, if you're, you've got some struggles and you've got some complaints, go before God and say, this is what I'm struggling with God and be open about this. I, I like to do yeah. it out loud. I mentioned this the other day on Between the Lines that, I like to pray out loud, even if it's just whispering, but moving my lips or something about it that that is beneficial. And when I've got things I'm struggling with to openly go to God and tell him, this is what I'm having a hard time with, God. Yeah. That kind of venting, you're also going to the one who loves you more than anyone else and wants to take care of you. he either give you a better perspective on what those troubles are, or he'll come alongside you and give you the relief that you're looking yeah. for.
1: Well, and when you were talking about that, Dad, and staff meeting, the one thing I thought of is, sometimes i can find myself having imaginary conversations in my head you know with, yeah, with other people situations or whatever <laughs> and in that moment i thought i need Any anytime i find myself having one of those i just need to start praying yeah and just good and give that That maybe that's just my reminder
0: yeah because yeah. i'm good at winning arguments in my head oh yeah absolutely uh, but uh but it's way better for me to go to god with whatever that is yeah. and yep. usually i get some correction from him in the meantime yeah, right <laughs> All right, great passage we had today and we look forward to being with you again tomorrow.